Are you a carbon-based terrestrial sentient organism? Are you interested in ideas and feelings and concepts? Well, so are we. So why don't you get on in here, pull up a chair, sit on the floor. It's filling up. Get your seat early. This is the podcast for empathy and imagination. My name is Aubrey Cloutier. And I am Drew Clark. I would like to acknowledge you for taking the time to listen to our show. Welcome. Welcome. You want to check in? Let's do our check-in. Cool. Yeah, all right. Welcome. It's a hot day here. Yeah. Won't you, you want to start us off? I can start us can off. you start us off? I can bless the space. I will check in. Uh, two, 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 two. Changed my diet a little bit. Oh. Uh, phase, trying to phase simple carbs out. Which is hard. It's hard to f- to filter out those simple carbs. You know, things like rice, bread, sugary, muffiny, Danish, bakery, bakery, bakery stuff. Yeah, sandwiches. So my carb levels have been going down. Mm-hmm. So now it's probably less than a hundred a day mm-hmm. uh, for the past week or so. Cool. Which is good. Um, it feels good. I can already feel myself losing weight. So I think I might mm. be really sensitive to cabs. Uh-huh. Okay. Love them. <laughs> you know. Uh, my bad habit is eating like at night and mm. having cabs at night. Yeah. So like I'm muffins? Like what are you eating? Yeah, like chips. Uh, <laughs> you know, snacky foods. So I've decided to cut some cabs out. Uh, which feels good, and sort of adopting some ideas that I read about in uh, Scott Adams's book, How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big. And he talks about taking willpower out of the equation for eating, right? Because you only have so much willpower in the day. Yeah. So his his one of his systems was like. Just make it super easy to eat healthy. So, like, if you open the fridge, there's nothing. There is nothing. You don't have any food that's bad for you. Mm-hmm. You only have food that's good for you, which is, you know, easy. Then, but the next step would be to have it already prepared. Mm-hmm. So you're not pulling out a carrot and cutting the carrot each time. You you already prepared the carrots. Let's say Sunday is your prep day. Mm-hmm. You prepare a bunch of carrots. You prepare a bunch of. Uh, celery, cucumbers, and you can just have those in Tupperware and water, mm-hmm. right? And maybe you do your like quinoa or pasta or something on Sunday and mm-hmm. freeze it all. Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, or just put it in the fridge. Wouldn't pasta be really carby? Pasta's pasta has carbs, yeah. 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 But something like maybe quinoa or something. Some kind or you of just grit, have a Tupperware yeah. like just in the fridge filled with uh, you know, maybe some kind of grain and mm-hmm. veggies mixed in. So you just open the Tupperware, you know, drag a bowl through it mm-hmm. and put it in the microwave. There you go. So there's no, you don't have to like do cooking. Everything is just mindless. Oh, okay, here it is. I'm just scooping it. I like to use the bowl you're eating with to scoop. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking next level. Because uh, you're, not, you're not dirtying a spoon also. Ah, okay, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So I would in- also include... Like meat, like I would take buy a yeah. whole bird and cook it up. You have a lighter. Uh, I don't. Buy a whole bird, cook it up, and then break it apart and eat it over time. You just reach in and tear off a piece, shove yeah. it in your mouth. So yeah, so you have to do a lot of prep on one day, but you know, other than like peanuts are easy to eat. There's no prep. So if you can have things that are good for you that require minimal amount of prep, that seems like a good system. So you don't mm-hmm. have to think about. Oh, what am I going to eat? And uh, I don't want to really feel like cooking. I'll just order out. Yeah. You make it super easy to eat healthy by, A, not having things that are unhealthy in your house, and B, having healthy things super convenient to eat. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. So I'm trying that out. It's working well. So you're feeling good. Feeling good. 
riding my bike to work more often. Mm-hmm. So that's like three days a week. Three days a week on the bike. On the bike. You know, at least two miles uh, each day. Well, four miles each day or something. There you go. Uh, that feels good. Feels like some of the musical projects are getting some heat mm-hmm. under their wings. Um, guest speakers are spooky doom metal band. Mm-hmm. Uh, just recorded last weekend. Yes, That's why we there was no podcast. Yeah. So we recorded and that turned out better than I thought it would uh, in terms of the actual fidelity of the sounds. Yeah. You know, it sounded pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I was happy about that. And uh, my Yacht Rock band has show coming up April, uh, August 2nd. Cool. <coughs> In San Francisco. Is it your first gig? First gig. August 2nd. Cool. August 2nd, which is like a Thursday. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so that's like two hours of music covers, you know, quote unquote yacht rock hits of the, of the seventies mm-hmm. and early, early eighties. And, um, that's in the city at piano fight, which is like a oh. piano bar. That's cool. Thing. Cool name. I so like that. that's cool. Right on. And I did make a logo for us, but oh. I think uh, I sent it to you. But um, oh, yeah, I think it's probably we can't we can't terminate the stream. But no. let me try, let me try to uh, find it here, and I'll just quickly show you. Okay, awesome. The band is called Sausalito, which is sort of a reference. Here's a little logo I made. Okay. Uh, Boatsway Yachts Rock. Oh, okay. I like that. That's good. Tried to make it sort of 70s looking. Mm-hmm. It is. It's 70s, 70s-esque. 70s-esque. So, yeah, the band's things are going. Um, the 90s indie rock band, Orville, uh, is going well. We recorded uh, in early May, so we're still still have one more studio visit to wrap up overdubs and backing vocals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, so that feels good too. We haven't practiced in a while, but that's because people are on vacation in the summer, and yeah, music's good, exercising a lot. Eating healthy or trying to, and working all the time. Cool. That's my check-in. Let me uh, do the check-in segue. Checked in. We're checked in. Okay, a little quiet. A little quiet. Checked in. There we go. Thank you. All right. see. Well, in the immediate, I got to do my bike ride today, which was cool. You know, I do, it's a, it's like... Five and a half miles, like 900 feet of elevation in a 45-minute period. It's a good little 45 minutes. Always makes my brain feel better. Um, what else is true about my recent past? Well, there's some big news. Might as well drop it in the uh, in the check-in here to have it some some sense. We are not going to be able to retain this studio in fact we have to move out of here so the landlord who owns the space the apartment we're in underneath this house and then there's this studio he's got to move back in because he's got he's going to go to nursing school and he's not going to be able to afford basically has to move back home to finish this two-year program it only cost him $90,000 to do it, so, wow. you know, no big deal. But then he can be a nurse and move away, but he's got to move back to his, his own place. I get that. So we get to move again, and uh, we're, are, you know, on the hunt. Yeah. 
But he's cool about it. So we actually time is on our side. So we have until December, but we're allowed to leave early without penalty. So it's we're pretty lucky that we have we have time on our side. But you know, the baby's coming. Yeah. And we've got the studio here and all this stuff, and it's like gotta go somewhere, or we, you know, gotta throw it in the trash. I mean, it's like one of those two things, and I just don't think the trash is gonna work out. So it's gotta go yeah. somewhere. So, so that's that feels weird. Part of me trusts that wherever we go, it'll be even better in some ways than this space. I think so. Yeah, part of me trusts that it's gonna work out even better, and it, it could be. We're open to a few different kind of scenarios, some cohabitation with certain friends or family members could occur. Yeah. There's um, potentials for taking the whole farm with us. That's kind of the hope is that we get a backyard and a laundry room and, you know, it's comfortable. Maybe the neighborhood's not so bad, but we're sharing it with people. Mm hmm. So that the little squirt can grow up in a not so much gunfire and screaming environment. You know, that's a yeah. thought. Not that that happens here. I mean, this space is great, but there Hopefully are certain places we could afford that it might be yeah. screamy. Grow up in a quiet, safe environment. Semi-quiet. And then play violent video games where people are screaming and shooting. There we go. Yeah. That sounds good. But uh, what's the priority there for moving like what's the is it cost is it distance is it well the real space? the real main priority is proximity to the pool route okay it's got to be somewhere drivable to be able to work the business of clark pool and spa sponsor. right so that's a real priority secondarily to that it's got to the price has to make sense for our life you know Mm -hmm. and you're living here in the Bay Area, it's really hard to get away with anything less than a thousand bucks a person. It's hard, even in, almost in any scenario. But the, the, then right. there's weird stuff too, like this. I went to this land. Actually, I do have a little video. Oh, yeah? Of this oh, land. Okay. Yeah, I can show this. Um, it'll just take a second. So there's, this guy was like, yeah, bring your, your tiny house. And uh, you can park it here. And I was like, I don't own a tiny house yet. But how about a trailer? And he was like, no, we can't have any of those big, ugly trailers with the slide outs. It's just too ugly. And I was like, okay. Cosmetics was the issue. No. Right. Yeah. Huh. So, but then if he was only going to charge 700 bucks. Oops, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I'm okay. Okay. Well, it just startled me. He's going to only charge us 700 bucks. For both of us to park a tiny house there so that we could really get ahead if that were the case so huh there's like backdoor stuff and then he's gonna put a yurt on the land too he's got like an acre and El Brandy. and there's already a couple of like trailer cabin things kind of spread out on the space and he wants to use it for a retreat center so it sounds you know it's up my alley promising this yeah. could be something yeah and he was cool with the rabbits and chickens coming along so it's like but I can't afford to buy a tiny house, and I don't want right. to live in a tiny house. You would have to put a bunch of money up front for that scenario, right? He, well, yeah. I mean, ten grand for a tiny house. What well, is the cost? The cheat, cheat thirty grand would be the extreme brother hookup. Huh. That's as big as a semi trailer, right? No, this is something like thirty feet long and eight and a half feet wide. Which is cool. Eight That's and a half cool. Feet wide. Because yeah. it has to go down the freaking highway. Down the highway. Shit. So you can't do slide outs on that. My brother doesn't yet, hasn't yet put a slide out on a tiny house. So I think he could. But I, I mean, I'm not ready for that purchase. And the thing is, if that part, like, this is the thing. So it's like exchange danger, danger change. Mm. Because what if the guy leaves and he's like, you guys have to go. Then where do we put that goddamn tiny right, house? Right, right, right. There's nowhere else to put it. So it's like a dangerous move. So it's probably more likely that we're going to rent a house with a backyard with some other person or people. But there's going to be a newborn mm. doing all kinds of newborn noises and actions. Yeah. And that's going to be difficult for me. And uh, it's going to be difficult for everybody for a while. And uh, 
I'm, that's a, just I'm thinking about for all a while. Yeah. yeah, for it's a like while. F- Fifteen years. No. Well, my <laughs> the mom. The crying and the and the whining. Last night I was on the phone with my mom, and she said, well, "What I got to do was after six weeks, I would keep them up till midnight, and then they'd sleep until six a.m. Because at that point, it's basically a night of sleep. I mean, it's almost. And she could do. Just, she'd keep me up till midnight, and then I'd go to bed, and then we'd both wake up at six. Like keep you up. In what play way? With like play, me. play with you. Play yeah. with me. Yeah. Touching my head. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a good strategy. I'm gonna. I think explore that. Not before six weeks, though. That seems uh, harsh. But I just. I can't. I can't imagine for six weeks waking up every two hours. That just sounds like. Yeah. I'm gonna be in a real rough shape doing these fucking pools. It's gonna be crazy. So then, okay, add new roommates on top of that. You know, it's like. Whew. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, okay, yeah. Okay, so my check-in. Let me let me let me keep that going. So yeah. feelings about that are I feel I feel like we're gonna find something even cooler than this, and the podcast for empathy and imagination will have a new revivication, a third studio incarnation. I feel like that's likely. That's probably gonna be a garage in this new scenario, which would be cool with me. It would be the mm. brewery recording studio podcast room. It'd be like workshop man manhole manhole. Yeah, um, that's a good name for it too. Manhole manhole. Yeah, could so do our sewage work there. Right, we could do sewage work. We could grind wood into dust. We could eviscerate metal shards into flame. I mean, there's lots of things we can do. So definitely that stuff. So okay, I'm feeling positive, but dang, we got to move again. I. Part of me knew not to build a hot tub here. Like, don't do it, Drew. Don't do it. You're just giving it away. So I didn't. Yeah. That's the benefit of having a house is you just, you know, you're not going to get kicked off the that's, land. That's why I want to own some a spot to start not leaving, you know? Yeah. That sounds cool. I wouldn't want to, I think I want to be there year round all the time. I want to at least have a hippie van or maybe a little motorhome to go other places, you know? Like burning, like Burning Man, Man, like other festivals, like um, uh, L.A. Sometimes there's cool stuff to do there, you know. Yeah, L.A. is pretty cool. So let me let me round out my check in here. Um, yeah, I guess let's just let's ding it, ding it, ding it. Call that the dinged. Let's call me checked in there. All right, checked in. All right, so welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, sounds like we got a few topics today. Got a few topics. Okay. Let's start off with something called the vault. I'm sure many things are called the vault, but um, so this is a bunker in Norway which contains every seeds for every edible plant. Yeah. So look at this, looks like a Star Wars vehicle. So it's like built into the side of a mountain. Nice. And it contains copies of every edible plant. Seeds for Every edible plant. Svalbard is a remote Norwegian archipelago with reindeer, arctic foxes, and only around 2,500 humans. But it is also home to a vault containing seeds for virtually every edible plant one can imagine. Thousands of varieties of corn, rice, and more, serving as a seed backup for humanity. For each crop, there's an envelope with 500 seeds. And it's just like a warehouse. Wow. That's awesome. Thing. I feel safer. Um, Yeah. So the the origins of this are one dude during World War II, Nikolai Vavilov. Uh, Let's see what happened. So he, during the war, he... um, Collecting, uh, developed the idea of collecting the seeds 
understanding how crop diversity across the world works. Maybe it could help uh, save crop failures. So thanks to Nikolai, this vault exists. And that is pretty cool. Seed Vault may be the most famous such facility in the world, but it is not the only one. So there are other vaults. Uh, there's one in S Seed Bank in Syria. Huh. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, well, what about, do they, do so they that's keep cool. human semen and eggs in there, too? I think it's just uh, edible plants. They don't have any Im animal embryos? I don't think there's any animal stuff there. Huh. It's all agricultural. So got, like, kabuki squash and banana seeds. You're thinking like a, a Noah's Ark. Well, Embry embryonic Noah's Ark. It just don't contains we embryos for every spe every species, right? Well, yeah. Don't we have eggs and sperm available in centers now? Would There's got to be something like that. Would we want to do that? Have I know. Like okay, cows I and I see it now. So underground, there's like some kind of sensor that if shit everyone dies, then it puts the spell the sperm with the egg and makes new babies and they crawl out. You know, mm. like just on autopilot. Yeah, right. Is that, isn't that a good like idea? Like a backup system. Yeah, backup people. Life backup. That's good. So it just repopulates Earth if there's mm -hmm. a, if there's a global catastrophe. It waits like maybe it waits a hundred years. Yeah. Some kind of sensors to see about you know the quality Radiation of stuff. And yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's a good uh, Star Trek episode. Yeah, that's a great premise for something. Yeah, I like that. Um, so yeah, I thought that was interesting. The vault, like that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, you know the golden age. There's a lot of cool science stories. Yeah, uh, for sure. So there's more. So that was a quick one. Okay. Well, yeah. The seed vault, pretty cool. That's cool basically backing up every plant hmm. can you imagine being the person having to go there and to get seeds out and trying to stick them in the dirt somewhere i mean <laughs> yeah. nothing will grow near the norwegian vault though no no so then you have, have to go to take those to bring take them those somewhere, seeds else, somewhere yeah. else yeah i guess it's maybe good that it's hard to get to yeah i guess that's the idea it's remote and it's cold so things are naturally uh refrigerated and there's no reason to bomb it but somebody could. He could. That would be a sick, probably man. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, so yeah, that's that was my first little mini science topic. Okay, cool. Was that like science update or? Well, I got some more science updates. Let's but that okay. Was, let's do that it. was one that was sort of waiting for a while. Uh, from from a few weeks ago. Um. I did find that bike that has a 50-mile range. Oh. Oh, you know what? I didn't show the video. While you're finding that, I'm going to play the video of the land. Go ahead. Ready. So I guess they did a Kickstarter to get this thing going, and now it's done, and they're accepting pre-orders. Oh. Basically, a fat tired bike. Okay, we gotta see this. But it's also foldable. A foldable fat um, tire. I could give you the website if you want. Yeah, send me the website. It's uh, m o a r dot bike. So M-O-A-R dot bike. You got, it's got big fat tires on it. So it's kind of a traveling, trekking, all-terrain bike. Waterproof, it's an e-bike too. It's got waterproof wiring. It's got some big old headlights. Uh, it's also foldable. Wow. So it's pretty cool. If you are there on the website, can you see it? 
We're trying to get to it now. Oh, okay. We'll get, it'll be here available just momentarily. Keep telling us more about this sexy. Oh, here we go. Ooh, yeah. Is that at the Nevada desert there? More bike is a lifestyle. We design our e-bikes to be used every day, not just for weekends or just as a commuter bike. It's a lifestyle. So it helps. It pushes. Yeah. When you ride your e-bike as much as we do, you'll appreciate the thoughts we put into our bikes. Full throttle all the time. Uh, powerful electric drivetrain. Similar to what is used in Tesla cars. So mm. they do the, you know, doing the uh, persuasion by association there, mm -hmm. associating themselves with Tesla. Full suspension, front and rear. It's got big old fat tires, which is good for stability, not that great for speed. It'll, it'll go 50 miles on its battery. Let's see if they give us that. Wow. Mm, doesn't s I can't find that info. It's got a rear rack. Mm, it looks like it's also the battery. Pedal assist system, yes. Um, disc brakes, which are great, as we know. If you're in the rain, disc brakes are 10 times better than regular brakes. It's got a horn and a turn signals, apparently. Yeah, I, s I got this list here. Okay, good. Does it say how long it goes? Yeah, we see. Powerful electric drivetrain. A 48-volt Sansom lithium battery similar to what is used in Tesla electric cars. Okay, you're reading what I just read. One yeah. of the safest in the industry. Driving a reliable and powerful 8-fun motor. 500-watt. Okay, or more. More torque and power than a lot of e-bikes on the market, which can take you to the speed limit. 20 miles an hour with silent ease. Ooh. Ooh. Nice click. Well, poppity. So it'll go 20, which is the limit. 20, okay. Okay, the 10 amp hour battery runs about 50 kilometers or 30 miles okay. on battery power only. That's a little more than usual. Mm -hmm. We're going to see that number just increase over yeah. time. And the 14AH1 should run about 70 kilometers or 45 miles on flat ground in the city on a single charge. charge. You, can you can easily double, double the, the distance, distance covered, covered by using PAS, PAS assist system. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? So, well, yeah, well, when, uh, it re when it realizes that pedal assist system. Yeah, all motorbikes are equipped with LCD readouts and five levels of PAS, allowing you to tailor trim, to tailor trim your riding style and workout levels as well as manage your range, up to forty kilometers in a single charge on electricity alone, and eighty kilometers or more with pass. Of course, we have throttle control as well. How much is this fucking thing? <laughs> I want it it's now. It's going to be Dude, the bike thousand plus. But the bike order warriors could be so much fun. Yeah, it wouldn't be as grueling. It we would could be go a way more further. We could go further. It would still be grueling, I think. We would just mm -hmm. go farther. Yeah. Like we could I go to Henry Co. 100 Henry miles Coe, yeah. and be like, we'd done. Be, we'd be cooked, but we'd be. it wouldn't be as cooked. And we could probably plug in at the ranger station. And recharge it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I would use the pedal That'd assist most of the time, right? That'd be cool. Yeah. A little sturdier, a little less I don't know. It just it's exciting. It is exciting. Stirred, not shaken, our mission. More bike is a lifestyle. And more we design our e bikes to be used every day. Not just for weekends, right? That's where you were as you're talking about. And it folds up too, which is rear rack. It's folding, yeah. Horn and turn in frame waterproof. Wow. Well, Okay, pre-order. Let's see what's what do we get? Yeah, nice camera angle we got going on there. There's a little video. They raised one point two million in Indiegogo. Not bad. And then backer kit. Oh yeah, so twenty six hundred. But the lowest. Uh, twenty six hundred. Where's that? The lowest is like seventeen hundred. Oh, 2,600. Oh, no, there's a 1,400. 1,400, yeah. It's a, is that a child's version? Sun and fun. It looks like it. I can't tell, though. Maybe it just has less features. Reserve now, pay later pre-order. 
So yeah, I mean 1700, 1400 to 2600 basically. So two grand. It's an investment. Two like grand. Buying a motorcycle, cheaper, a little cheaper. It's it's yeah. That's like, that's getting a, if you're gonna pay f- two grand on a motorcycle, you're gonna get a pretty good one. And then you have insurance, gas, oil changes, tire, you know, all the, all that stuff. Yeah. But this, but this you don't have that. Any of that. Can't no go insurance. on the can't go on the freeway with this thing. But no. But it feels like you could hack it to go more than twenty. I know that's the speed limit. I wonder if oh, one uh, could get it to MPH, go 30, yeah. 35, you know. But still, you can't go on the freeway, but I don't know. It's yeah, I, I also crave an electric dirt bike. I was cleaning pools the other day, and there's this kid on, you know. Like motocross? Look? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like motocross. This little kid was on an electric motocross. Like, I saw it in this wealthy neighborhood. Not gas. Not gas. It was like a motocross, but it was like, but it was just electric. To tick. fucking fun. The thing is, I could tell it was really weak sauce and a little old. And yeah. I was like, okay, I mean, it looks like it, but it's a little weak, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I was like, the spirit's there. Yeah, in like a couple years, that'll be yeah. just mint. Same thing with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, e-bikes, how old is the e-bike concept? It's probably pretty old. But well, the first car Only was in the electric. past like five years, you've seen it mm-hmm. just... The, you know the the technology has improved so much. Waterproof pannier bag, seventy nine bucks. Here we go. There's a built-in GPS system. Yeah, I mean you, this would be this is like by Corda Warriors shit. That's what we were talking. Yeah, we've talked about a lot of this. So it's foldable. It's power assist or full go. It's got good range. You can go off road. It's tour ready. It's got horn lights. It's like the safety's way, way, way Safety's way up, yeah. It's more than a double in the safety meter with all that stuff, blinkers and horns, and you've got the shrouds over the wheels. It's like, if it's this is more like, you know, longer distance kind of stuff. Yeah, you could do you could do a world tour with one of these things. Yeah, as long as you get voltage. <clears throat> maybe yeah. some kind of solar system comes along with you, you know? Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, I see it now. The soft-sided thing hangs over the pannier bags. It's right. raining. We're still charging. Right, right, right. Still charging the batteries in the rain for that pedal assistance. Or even regenerative braking where the they use the energy going downhill. Is that built into this? This might have that. Does it have that? I don't know. I know some of the Segway stuff had that. This is a shift sensor. Where when it's going downhill, it actually uses some of the brake energy to recharge. Tiny bit Priuses do that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exciting. So if you have $3,000 to send us, we'll gladly test it out. Hey, more if you're listening now, the Bike Order Warriors will take two, and we will we'll just borrow them from you. We'll put them to, we'll thrash them and... Film it. You and know, you get film a it, and we'll see how they stand yeah. up. But this is pretty exciting technology. Okay, what goes fast needs to stop fast. Whether you're uh, opting for the hydraulic-assisted or manual power disc brakes, we use 180-millimeter disc brakes front and back instead of the industry-standard 160. More stopping power to ensure you can stop on a dime but no time when you need. So it doesn't sound like regenerative braking. Yeah, I think it's just, just, just standard just disc. disc brakes. So we're already talking about modding the bike we can't already, afford. Already yeah. talking about it. Yep, That's already. what we do here on the show. That's yeah. the imagination part yeah. of the show. We mod it. We're modding. Advancement of concepts. Okay. So I would, okay, I can, my fantasy brain takes over to go, man, this bike would be, it wouldn't be, I still like just the the hard work of pumping up hills. Yes. I still like that. I think I would still do that. And to do, like, to do Henry Coe or Sacramento or potentially um, Butano, this would make that, like, doable. Yeah. And I think a little funner. Yeah, because you, you want to get that balance of fun and workout, right? Mm-hmm. You almost, you don't want to overdo it. You sort of want to like just underdo it so that you mm-hmm. so that you want to do it tomorrow, you know? Cause you got just to. like working out. Mm. Way more effective a, a system is to 
underdo it rather than overdo it. You overdo it, you're tired, you're sore, you're like, fuck, I don't want to work out today. Mm-hmm. But you underdo it, you're kind of like, you're ah, you're like teasing yourself for, mm-hmm. for tomorrow. You leave yourself a little bit hungry so you go back and get more. Yeah, and I think that works with creativity too. Mm. I'm going to write one page today, and then you write it, and you're like, fuck, I can't keep going. I'm at the end of the page. But tomorrow, okay, all right, tomorrow. I mean, I'm psyched for tomorrow. Because now I know where I'm gonna, what I'm going to do, you know? Oh, interesting. So that leads to, like, Nobel Prizes, like Ernest Hemingway. That was his system. Mm-hmm. He would write only a specific amount per day, and he would just hard stop, even if he still had ideas and energy. That way he would be just primed for the next day. Huh. So, yes, uh, this could enable bicorder warriors to do, like, hundreds of miles you know, I mean, 30, if you get 30 miles free, mm-hmm. I think our longest trip was six fifty-two. Yeah. Something like that. So you could go 80 miles in a day. Yeah. That would be, that's, that's a long way. So. Well, eventually more, you know? Yeah. And, it, but the thing is, it's not just 30 bonus. If you're doing the power pedal assist, it sounds like you can go even further, maybe 45 assisted miles. You know what I mean? And then. So I'm, I you know, I don't know. It, it's like I kind of want to try it out. Yeah, it'd be nice Henry to try it Coe. out. Try it out. Do Henry Co. See how it goes. Come on, moan bike. <laughs> yeah. Empathy and imagination. dot com. That's cool. It's cool to imagine the future of that too, because you can see a trajectory. Because I want to be able to like go, you know, yeah. you know, the like that style of whoosh, mm-hmm. go fast fun with an electric dirt bike. That would be really fun because you just pu- you get back to the ranch. You just pull the battery out, take put it on the charger, pull one off the charger, put it in the thing. You know, that's a good point, too. You could carry an extra battery. Yeah, you could carry an extra battery Oh, on these, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's only 360 bucks more to have an extra battery. <laughs> But that's not that much. No. Can you imagine just car- just a huge a bag of batteries <laughs> <laughs> and you just one bag of stuff and you just, just eating just, Cheetos? Yeah, yeah, you're just eating and <laughs> like a bag of Cheetos in your in your lap. Just like <laughs> I'm going biking. Full throttle. It's like watching a movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a Wally. <laughs> sad. It's like I'm going bicycle camping. Slurping down like you know, sugarized mayonnaise and yeah, I'm going bicycle camping and then they're just like in an enclosed bike and then they arrive at the campsite and there's enclosed bubble. <laughs> around the never camp. get outside. <laughs> no sun, no air. No exercise. Yeah, man, I'm camping. <laughs> I, I rode my bike camping. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to it's all <laughs> pale and sickly. <laughs> <Soft>. Camping. <laughs> yeah, I do like the raw power just to Two wheels and a f- metal thing. Mm-hmm. No electricity. You feel powerful. I wonder if we were to start using electric assist, or when we do, because we'll get old, will we miss the full autonomy part? Because we've been really big on that, you know? I've really liked that. I, I think some of I think some of that retains if, if I'm going to carry a solar panel and... Mm. Um, yeah, some, something about charging the battery partially from the sun feels more yeah. like natural. That's not the right word. Yeah, like you would have to be you have to be out in the sun longer to charge more. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe you would. It's exciting. I th- maybe you would have it like you'd have to stay an extra day just to recharge the thing. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Then that would be more huh. natural. Ooh, ooh. You bring a generator so you can charge the battery. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a bad idea. So there's a d- double kickstand, so you can pedal to charge the battery. Like, ah, uh, if if that would work, huh? That. C- but then Could why you are you it? just why just do why not just pedal where you're going? You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's back to the whole conservation of energy thing. It's an interesting topic, and I apply empathy and imagination to that topic, and it's it fits. Yeah, it's it's it 
it's ex- it you know gets your imagination going for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Do you, uh. Well, I guess we have a sounds good. Yeah. Let's do we our transition sounds good. into sounds good. Yeah. Let's do our sounds good. This is um. Wish we had a lighter to light good. Yeah. Oh well. This is a song that we recorded last weekend. Mm-hmm. What instrument are you doing and on this one? I'm doing bass guitar. Okay, I'm doing the drums. And um, this is a very rough, uh, just initial mix down. There's been no mixing, no mastering, obviously. It's just uh, as raw as it can be. Here we go. This one's called Apotheosis. teaser there the uh vocal track is not present yeah you know so i didn't want to go full bore on that but there's vocals on that too nice fade out that was cool yeah well cool that's a little teaser and uh that's going to be mixed and mastered with the vocals soon and that's from the guest speakers you guys are going to rock out to it you know yeah you're totally going to rock out to it it's so great stuff. A little teaser. A yeah. little teaser there. Uh, what else we got? We have The Coldest Temperature on Earth. That was recently recorded. Wow, where? Now, they haven't been... I mean, this is since... 1983 was the last... Good year. ...was the last one that was recorded. Um, South Pole. Temperature in Antarctica dropped to negative 144. Oof. Oh, my God. Negative 144. This is like being on another planet. If you were to, if you were outside and you took a breath, you would die. Uh, because your lungs would hemorrhage immediately. Just a few breaths of air would induce hemorrhaging in your lungs. They would just pop. Negative 144. Temperature was recorded using satellite measurements in the depths of winter where the sun never rises in the middle of Antarctica. When was this recorded? Uh, just this this month, this week. Wow. Two days ago. That sounds so That's fucking cold, man. Because <sighs> I try to revert. Okay, my brain goes like, okay, so I've been in 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. I've been in 121, 122 degrees Fahrenheit. I've been in that. Yeah. And I try to think about another another 20 degrees. On the warm side? On the warm. I try, I try to put my brain there and think about it. It's like, that is so <laughs> oppressively hot. It's just yeah. like, you're just like, uh, could you do anything but lay down and be hard to breathe, as far as I could tell? And I try to think about, okay. You're just pre-drinking water. Reverse that. All day. Like IV of water. So you don't dehydrate. I don't even know if that would work. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be ha- that'd be a hell. You'd need it. Negative 40, f- negative 144. So that's a, okay. So if, if I go down to zero, 
I'm I'm already at thirty three thirty two degrees below where anywhere near where I want to be. Yeah. So we're at, we're at the we're at the the way past freezing point, and then you go like, okay, let's now let's go let's go a hundred degrees more cold mm-hmm. to imagine the hot how's it like zero difference. And I'm like, okay, well that'd be you know I'm starting to like freeze up. I mean, like joints are getting hurting. If it's negative a hundred, like my body's, I'm starting to freeze up. You know, I'm starting to shiver, and I'm and breaking down right there. But then, yeah. then, for it to like the wind to pick up, and for it to spike down forty four <laughs> more degrees. Much, yeah. I mean, I couldn't. That just seems. It's like your eyeballs like would dead. just freeze. Yeah, like yeah, I, you. There couldn't be any liquids around. Mm-mm. You would pee, and it would just freeze your pee pee. It would freeze in your penis. Yeah, right. If you pulled your the penis of out your of your penis, pants, just cr- crusty, frozen pee. <laughs> oh, that sounds oh, terrible. Man. If you had the mister on, would that help? Could you get it out? Do you think? Well, if oh, you you'd had, probably create like icicle, it'd snow. Mister would just be snow. If you had a penis jacket around your penis, and then the mister, it was like insulated. You'd create yellow snow. Yeah, you could mist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Small bits of yellow snow. Yeah. Okay. Pea crystals. Man, 144 degrees. Yeah, it's insane. I I don't want to go there. That, yeah, that feels like like Mars temperatures or like how cold the moon is or something. I'm just such yeah. a soft, squishy little wuss. Prefer the warm. I'm just prefer like extreme li- heat. Extreme like cold. Well, of course. I mean, I'm I, I'll lean that way because I feel like it's my responsible to, responsibility to lean a certain way. But everyone really wants it to be like 71 degrees and just soft, but not too soft. And ooh. Yeah. And I'm like that, too. Of course, it'd be nice to never think about weather, but then you'd miss it if you never thought, oh, it's cold. Or even a thought, yeah, like, that's windy. California, you get that way. You forget about the weather. You just sort of like, oh, well, every day is the same weather-wise. Uh, more so in Southern California. Yeah, L.A. It's just every day is the same. It's like eighty-two every it's day. Like, you can see how that would. You could feel like you were in some kind of hell. Because it's stasis. Because nothing. It's just oh, okay. Palm trees, sun, again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, oh. negative one hundred forty-four. It's pretty pretty crazy. Check check yeah. Okay. Hello. Testing. We back? Huh. Sort of like technical failures are part of the show. Planned or unplanned, you'll never know. You never know. Expect the unexpected here on Empathy and Imagination. Entropy and intrication. <laughs> Entropy and epiflamication. That's not a word. What else we got? We got... They recently... Uh, they've been doing some testing. Wind power will work on Mars. Really? This is a game changer from bigthink.com. So they have a like a Martian... Yeah, they're simulating Martian atmosphere in a wind (coughs) wind tunnel. And they think uh, wind power is a... Mars is a viable source of wind energy. This is news. This is news. We can say for the first time and with certainty that, yes, you can use wind (coughs) power on Mars. You know, the thing about wind (coughs) power is there's a... um, efficiency maximum maximum built into it wind generators can only <coughs> ever be 51 percent efficient most are closer to in the teens hmm. but they're getting some are n- clear near 30 percent efficient okay so it's like the, the efficiency is only going to go up mm-hmm. but it's there's it's a not cap. there yet yeah. that's why it's solar i think is more exciting than wind because you can, I think, keep going. Oh, okay. But s- supposedly there's a built-in maximum to wind power. 
I see. You seen those uh, hydropower, the the tidal energy things? Which ones? You know, Big floaters that just go up and down on mm-hmm. arms. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they just yeah, do, just do, like yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're charging. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Mars's atmospheric conditions are notoriously dicey. The rover Curiosity just survived a hellish sand and windstorm. Uh, conditions tested in the wind tunnel mimic those of the far northern area of the planet. Huh. With 30 MPH winds. So, that's exciting. We can go to Mars. There's like organic molecules on Mars. There might be organic molecules on the moon of Saturn. There's, there's we're seeing, we're finding out more about Jupiter's atmosphere. There's might be potentially a shitload of helium three on the moon, which we can use for energy, potentially uh, nuclear energy, w- but oh. without the radiation effects. How really? Helium so this three. is this is the golden age. What's people. helium three? What is that? Helium three is an isotope of helium that's super rare on Earth, but. Uh, is abundant on the moon because there's no atmosphere and it's just the solar wind has just been bringing uh, bringing this stuff to to uh, to mar to the moon. So it's just an isotope. It's a version of helium, basically. F- fewer okay. electrons, or okay. whatever whatever an isotope is. And we could use that to like inflate our bladders to space sails. We could use it for to cr- to generate nuclear energy, but there wouldn't be radioactive. Fa- it wouldn't generate any radioactivity, like so. It wouldn't be as lethal as uh, current nuclear power plants, huh. which are using like uranium or something, plutonium, uranium. Could we build one of these on Mars? We could we should build it on the moon. The moon. The moon. That's what I meant. Yeah. So we go to the or moon. Or just harvest it and like bring it back. Wouldn't down. have to use oil anymore. Well, that'd be cool. You know, it's like the the mega the mega element for gen- heat um. for energy generation. Because we can make it won't be as toxic. Yeah, you could have safe nuclear power. Huh. It's just there isn't that much of it on Earth at all. It's super rare. You probably find it in the middle of a stone buried down, you know, little bits. So these are these are positive developments. It seems like the next thing that would be cool to have a huge innovation on would be uh propulsion rocketry. Oh, besides just burning stuff? Yeah, cuz we need if we find something promising, an exoplanet or whatever, then the trick is going to be how do we get there in time? How do we get there quickly? Um, but it's pretty exciting learning a shitload more about our solar system. And, you know, there's like, there might be organic molecules on the moon of Saturn, might be organic molecules on Mars. Mars might have had life before, you know, 100 million years ago. That'd be something. It's never say never. Right. Oh, we'll never find life. We'll we'll find it. It's just going to be in a weird, might be a weird version of life or in a place that we don't know. So I feel like a lot of our our traditional assumptions about just reality are uh, leveling up, being upgraded to closer approximations. Closer approximations or more useful approximations. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'll ever understand the basic nature of reality because it's all just humans subjectively interpreting yeah it's hard to measure the house when you're inside the kitchen you know if you think about times past almost every idea has been modified or or proved incorrect you know we once thought that the earth revolved around the sun and there and that the earth was flat it was and people were otherwise people were absolutely certain that those were true like it was the god's truth so when you ever Anytime you feel that you're 100% certain about something, um, there's a good chance that that's not the case. Especially eventually. Yes. Especially eventually. Yeah. So that's the science sort of update topic I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And uh, that's all I got. Okay. Well, here, look at this with me real quick. 
I'm gonna do a split screen. I need your help. Um, can you can you see it? Essentially. Okay. Let me just set this up. Just look at look at this with me. Okay. Thirty-six ninety three bedroom, eleven hundred fifty square foot, large three bedroom, one one bath, garden flat, Strawberry Creek, Berkeley, three one. Dogs okay. Washer and place. washer and dryer in unit. You know, I think my brother might have lived at this place, exact place. Really? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, do you want? Let's do photos first, and then we'll read about it. Okay. So there's a little city downy area. Definitely not for smoking. Definitely not. Okay, little kind of gardeny flowers. Your brother used to live here. The three one, is it nice? There's a bedroom. It's like an entry kitchen. Some kind of room. Weird storage. Oh, that's nice. Little bathroom, little shower, kitchen to the backyard. Yeah. Sinks all the way tucked in. That's weird that there's not. Whoa. Washer and dryer in the. So maybe it's the same building, just a different unit. Huh. Yeah, I know exactly where this is. Wow, it's nice. Closet. Big closet there. Yeah, looks like like carport area. Hmm. Bike parking. Hammock. More flowers. Garden. Is it chickens back there? Yeah, look, they got chickens. Yeah, so. This one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at this. Renovated. The stats? Okay. Large tree, bedroom, one bath, garden flat. Strawberry Creek in Berkeley. Large, lovely, modern, renovated this oh. year. Home in the upper floor of a duplex overlooking Strawberry Creek. Enormous backyard, 45 by 105 feet. Flowers and vegetable gardens in Strawberry Creek. Definitely a special place for a gardener. Private in-house oh. washer-dryer, full-size kitchen with gas stove, granite counter, dishwasher, disposal, large side-by-side -side fridge. All new plumbing and electric dining room. Walk one block to SF bus, six block to North Berkeley BART, three blocks to parks, and ten blocks to downtown theater restaurants. Large bed bedrooms slash living room with ample closets, window, built-in shelving, large kitchen with lots of counter space and cabinets. Story Creek runs year-round through backyard. Large flower, large vegetable gardens with butterflies and hummingbirds, plus a chicken coop. Small deck patio with table chairs, hammock, and ping pong table. Ceramic floors, oak hardwood. Cats allowed inside and outside. Dogs allowed inside. No smoking allowed inside or outside. One-year renewable lease available now. Good value. First-class place in Berkeley, Central Berkeley. Yeah, that Quiet is... Quiet duplex. But it is a sweet area. It's right. Do you know where that is? Mm, not not specifically here. Like, uh, you know where Pizza Moda is in Berkeley on University? Mm. Pizza Joint or where, like, Andronico's used to be. Where it used to it was a Savers for a while. Now it's a Target. Um, it's sort of yeah, I see a it. few blocks up from Just Lane's off Sacramento. Parker. Yeah, it's it's basically a university in Sacramento. Yeah, it's funny. My brother and his wife lived there. Not the exact unit, but right right there. Huh. Thirty six nine. <sighs> That's a lot. It's really a lot. Thirty six. Yeah, thirty-seven hundred. So, what is that for three bedroom? What what scenario? What possible survivable scenario could occur 
in something like this. Can you see one? Three bedrooms. Three bedrooms. One for the infant. I guess. That's like more than. We'd be paying way more than we're paying now. Way more. You'd be paying more, and I'd be paying more. Yeah. <sighs> so then, okay, infants in my room, which that's will be anyway. Rent out a third room. <laughs> Still paying more than a thousand each. I mean, it's for each room. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. For each person. Well, if it was four people. Oh yeah, okay. It well, would be yeah, yeah. a little less than a little less. <sighs> okay, so too that's much, this man. has been too much. <laughs> this has been <laughs> looking for housing in Berkeley. I like this bit though. Yeah, I like you like that. Bit. You like that bit. Okay, we can look at houses and just. You go, fuck, it's ah. expensive. Yeah, so that's the bit, like looking for housing. Okay, well. Mm-hmm. You have any other candidates? That you um, well, up? let's, come here. Just to scroll around here. My, this is, I can't do that left-handed. I'm no good at that. Um, why don't you go away? I mean, what's what's this here? We'll just zoom in. Hey, what's that? 4,000 single-family house. Let's just take a look. All right, so dogs okay. Single house, house for rent available June 15th. Large open living space, four bedroom, perfect for multiple people. Spacious backyard for a dog. Two gated parking spots in the driveway and storage shed and back. Studio. Yeah, so 4,000 bucks, 1,500 square feet, single family <laughs> home. So, okay, bucks. But, but for Tim and Laura, okay. and then Drew and Rebecca, potentially, they're willing to pay like. A thousand bucks a person. That's what they're like looking to spend. So, well, if we split five ways, it could be like six, fifty, uh, seven hundred a person. Eight. What is it? How much is it? Four thousand. It's four. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be eight hundred each. But look at there's a big garage, dude. That's the studio, the shed. We would put you know your store or whoever Burning Man shit. I don't know. There we go. Chickens. Oh, we could just put the old, you know, we could put the studio in there. Yeah. yeah so there's a patio, backyard. Um, it's a bedroom, the closet, pretty standard. Living room, you know, kitchen, kind of open, open style. It looks like. Mm. Pink. Mm-hmm. Now, where is it really? It's really like. An exterior shot. They have one. It was pink, yeah. So it's fifteen hundred square feet, so it's bigger. So yeah, so that that's could work. Could work. If you have five, you know, yeah. Would we all want to live together? <laughs> would that would that work? I don't know. That's the dicey. That's the dicey part. Yeah. Not that we don't like each other, but it's a, you know, different, it's a different thing. It's like, the qu- yeah, these are some of the questions you think about while searching for living in the Bay Area. It's like, well, who do you want to live with? Well, I would live with some people. Would, would, would they all live with each other? It's like, well, I'm not exactly in charge of that. I mean, I could work it out. Yeah. But how, you know, how much space is there? It's like, I almost think, like, it's either got to be you, me, Rebecca, and the baby, or... You, Rebecca, and, the, Tim, and, the, and Laura. Tim and Laura, yeah. and the baby. Yeah. The only way it would work for all of us to go in, it's got to be like, we're talking six bedroom. We're, we're talking like, it could work. I think it could. Or like a house with an in law. Yeah. Like a house with an in law. Like then that it's like, oh, a separate backyard thing. So mm-hmm. you have one couple and their shit there, and then another couple in the house, mm-hmm. and then the floater person. I could be Me. in a smaller one with the baby or whatever. I don't know. Right. That would work. So, okay, yeah, how so do we search for that? How do we search for mm. two couples and a baby? We're running out of time. Fuck, we are running out of time. But this is good. See, we, we just underdid it. Uh-huh. We just primed ourselves okay. for the so next one. So now we want more. We're hungry for it. Okay. So that that segment was called Hunting for Living in the Bay Area. Yeah, house hunting in the Bay Area. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so happy that you've been listening this whole time. And if you are happy that you've been listening this whole time, then I would like to invite you to participate in the show. One way you can do it is you can call in 510-859-4173. 
Yes, you can pick up a telephone and dial 510-859-4173. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us your opinion. You got any questions for us, thoughts, concerns, ideas? Do you have a topic that needs empathy and imagination? Send it to us. Folks, you can also participate in this podcast by going to YouTube, giving us a thumbs up, a comment, or a subscribe button on our channel there. That would be very helpful. Also, you can find us on Patreon.com. Yeah, Empathy and Imagination is at Patreon.com. So if you want to give uh, biomechanical life credits, that is one way to do that. Otherwise, you could uh, you could come try to be on the show. Do you want to be on the show? Do you think you would be a good guest on this show in person? Well, give us a phone call, and we'd love to hear from you. Ladies and gentlemen, Zeiss Digital is the most important technology company of the 21st century. Have you ever been in any state of disarray, uh, approval, uh, combobulation when you're trying to set up your electronic devices? Well, how does this work? Or maybe you're a musician, you're like, does the interface go to the guitar? Does the guitar go to the... I don't know. Zeiss Digital, Z-I-C-E-D dot net. Z-I-C-E-D dot net. For prices and availability, Zeiss Digital, thank you. Also, folks, are you in the Contra Costa County area? Do you have a body of water that you're in charge of? Yes. A hot tub, a pool, a fountain, a big bu- bucket of mayonnaise. Do you? I, it, it, I do. Okay, good. Do you ever need help with those things? Are there, is it difficult to yes. deal with uh, bodies of water? Is that ever hard? Help me. Have you ever found that there's like leaks or that the, the, can, the waters look kind of green or, you know, there's just trouble, right? Go to ClarkPoolSpa.com. Write us an email, info at ClarkPoolSpa.com. Check it out. If you join up now, your first month is 50% off. ClarkPoolSpa.com. Check it out. Thank you, folks. I appreciate you for being here. Thank you, folks. I appreciate you for being here. Transferring this. There we go. Good job. Yeah, that worked. Good job. You too. Good job.